Is this working? Yay. I didn't want the microphone that you hold. I've got a tremor and my hand goes like this. Anyway. So, two weeks till Christmas. You're ready. Okay, so when I was thinking about this and planning, I was thinking, hmm, Christmas. What was the best Christmas gift that I was ever given? So thank you, Ed. You've moved nicely into my talk that, I was, uh, that you said. Um, so can I have some examples? Can anybody remember the best Christmas gift they have ever been given? Come on, hands up. Think, think. Yes. Yay. Anyone else? Come on. Hello. Sorry? Tiny tears. Oh, who remembers tiny tears? Remember tiny tears? Yeah? Oh, wow, that was real good. One more. Anyone else? Yes, Dulcie. <laughs> oh, I love Dulcie. That's no, a great name. Okay, so I remember what mine is. Without a shadow of doubt, I can remember... So I want you to cast your mind back all the way to the 60s. Some of you can't, I know that. (laughs) So I can. It was that wonderful time prior to the mobile phone, prior to um, tablets, video games, and the internet. Was there ever such a time as prior to the internet? So anyway, this time came. I was probably about eight or nine years old. And as most children are at this time of year, very excited. So the time came, Christmas night came, went to bed, woke up in the morning. And with that same excitement, sprung out, looked out, peered over my bed. And there it was, the most incredible, wonderful gift I had ever ever in my life been given? Do you want to know what it is? Okay, drum roll with me then. Okay, it was a go-kart. This go-kart was amazing, okay? It was, oh, I'd never received anything like it. We didn't have lots of money in those days, but this go-kart was amazing. It was a very basic go-kart. It was a little red metal frame with a wooden seat and a handbrake and, oh, joys, we had a piece of string at the front to help you steer it down. And, oh, my goodness, it was amazing. It had no pedals, no motorised nonsense, no steering wheel, but, boy, the fun I had with that go-kart was just incredible. You know, years of sort of, sorry, hours, 
hours and hours of fun with my friends, going up the hill, big push down, getting to the bottom, break went on, just wonderful. So it was a really lovely Christmas present. But you know what? I don't know what happened to that Christmas present. I expect I grew up and my parents got rid of it somewhere. And I expect some of your Christmas presents, if you had some that really were wonderful, are a bit like that. You know, they may well have given you some precious memories or lovely times, but it's either gone or gone up on a shelf or gone in the garage or you've thrown it away. So Christmas presents, most, most of us here get caught up, don't we, in that frenzy of preparation. And it might be about either sorting out your presents or getting your, deciding whether it's a fake tree or a real tree or who's coming, who's hosting, the politics of it all. And, of course, there's also the financial problems as well. And many of us at this time of year find it a very difficult time. It's not like the television or social media display this time that's supposed to be full of joy, family, wonderful. But actually, it's maybe not quite as good as that. Maybe your personal situations are not good. Um, maybe you've got a lack of finances, and especially at this time of year, many people have got not much money. There might be relationship problems. There might be many, many uh, reasons why people are feeling stress, which is quite overwhelming at this time. So where is this taking us, you might ask? What's the relevance of all of what I've just talked about? Is that what Christmas is all about? And why Christmas anyway? So today, I'm getting to the point, we're going to look at the question, why Christmas? And I'm reading from um, 1 John chapter 3, verses 5 to 8. So I don't know if that's going to be up on there. So, but you know that he appeared so that he might take away our sins, and in him is no sin. He or she who does what is sinful is of the devil, because the devil has been sinning from the beginning. The reason the Son of God appeared was to destroy the devil's work. Okay, hang on a bit here. Where's our nice Christmas text? Baby Jesus, the angels, the shepherds, the devil. So what's he got to do with it? So we need to look a little bit more carefully because the text actually gives us the reason to why Christmas. And yes, it does involve the devil. He goes by other names, you know, maybe Satan or Lucifer or the evil one. And he's been around since before the beginning of time. Jesus himself said in Luke chapter 10 verse 18 that he saw Satan fall like lightning from heaven. Which kind of tells us that Satan was actually living with God at that time. And his demise came when he wanted to be the same as God. He rebelled and he was cast out of heaven. And since then it has caused separation between humankind and God. 
And God, who is perfect, cannot have anything to do with what is sinful. And the devil has used every trick in the book to keep that separation, or tried to keep that separation in place. So Satan, he accuses, he deceives, he makes us believe that things that aren't good for us to be appealing. He corrupts how we see ourselves. He brings shame and every other negative aspect of life you can imagine. So the devil's work, or the devil's, or the works of the devil, as in our text, are actually the works of sin. God loved us so very much and knew we couldn't keep on trying to do good on our own. So he gave a set of laws to his people. This is going back years ago in the times of the Old Testament to help them. And it worked really well when the rules were followed. But the trouble was they kept on not following them. They were sinning, messing up, coming before a priest who then had to make a sacrifice, which was like killing an animal, and the sin of that person was placed on that animal, and they had to do that again and again and again. So as Ed referred to, God had had a plan ready and waiting, and here was this plan. He revealed it in many, many different ways through the pages of the Old Testament, And this led up to the birth of Christ and, of course, still goes beyond. He knew that he had to send his one and only son to be the last and ultimate sacrifice so that humankind could be reconciled back to him and forgiven of their sins once and for all. He gave Jesus at Christmas the best and most perfect gift, who came out of the single purpose of love. Jesus was born. He followed his father's will to be love itself, full of wisdom, serving others and demonstrating how to live a life worthy of God. Fully man, yet he was sinless until his death and sacrifice on the cross. So where's this link with the devil, you might say, at this point? So here is where he shows up again. He thought, yeah, Jesus is now dead. God's plan hasn't worked out. I can carry on and keep going, and mankind is still destined for this final separation with God. But he was so wrong, because Jesus rose from the dead. He overcame death itself, and in so doing, he destroyed the devil's works. This meant now that the way was clear for us to be with God for eternity. No more separation. 2 Corinthians 5 verse 21 in the message says, God put the wrong on him who never did any wrong so that we could be be put right with God. This is good news, family. Is it good news? Okay. It should fill us with joy, with hope. I want you just to think for a moment. You have been forgiven. Those of you that have accepted Jesus, you have been forgiven. No longer are you separated from God because of Jesus' work on the cross of his resurrection. 
He has done the most wonderful ultimate work when he came. No longer are we captive to the devil, but we are free. We've been singing about that this morning. We have the Holy Spirit to strengthen us, guide, encourage us, and we can get back up and back onto the right path when we mess up. Now we have hope, not the hope for nice gifts or a hope for a holiday or hope the relationship or whatever it might be works out, but we have real hope. We no longer have to do life alone. We don't have to remain the way that we are. We're not chained up in those patterns of old behaviors because we have one who has come alongside us and promises to help us in our weaknesses. We don't have to do it on our own. We don't have to keep doing these things in our own strength and then keep failing because he, we have his strength. We have his purpose, his love, his example to follow and know we can do life with him as we become more like him. He brings us freedom. This is for everyone, everyone who puts their trust in Jesus. But I have a question. Does this freedom, when we become Christians, when we trust in Jesus, does this mean that our lives will become trouble-free? No, it doesn't. I can, I can testify to that. But I can also testify that God has walked with me through my life. Sorry. <laughs> this wasn't even in my notes. <laughs> through some very dark times. Jesus himself says in John 16, in this world you will have trouble, but take heart, I have overcome the world. So even though we experience troubles and difficulties, we can still have hope and joy. We can trust that God is with us. We know as Christians that God has a plan for each of us, and that this plan is for our good. If this is the case, he's going to walk beside us. He's going to walk through those troubles with us. And he's going to give us peace in the middle of it all. And we can be, look beyond these troubles and our sufferings that we experience. And we know that we're going to see him face to face for the rest of eternity. Hallelujah. Come on. Hallelujah. So why Christmas? I come back to my question. I started this morning talking about our best gift. Well, we've heard through Ed and from me that Jesus was God's best and most perfect gift to us. And Romans 6, 23 says, For the wages of sin is death, but the free gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord." This gift of Jesus came at the cost of his life because of his great love for us. This gift of Jesus, who knew no sin, he became sin in order to destroy the works of sin. As we saw in our text, Jesus came to destroy the works of the evil one. This gift of Jesus means we can experience forgiveness. This gift of Jesus, it never gets old. It never wears out. 
is always relevant. It fills us with peace, hope, and joy, and sees us through into eternity. What better gift could be given? This Advent, as we prepare and look forward to Christmas, I pray you may be filled with joy and have a greater understanding of why Christmas. Believe, receive Jesus, God's best gift given to you. I just want to finish by reading Ephesians 3, verses 16 to 18, again in the message translation. I ask him to strengthen you by his spirit, not a brute strength, but a glorious inner strength that Christ will live in you as you open the door and invite him in. And I ask him that with both feet planted firmly on love, you'll be able to take him with all followers of Jesus, the extravagant dimensions of Christ's love. Reach out and experience the breadth. Test its length. Plumb the depths. Rise to the heights. Live full lives. Full in the fullness of God. Thank you. Hey, my name's Dan Baptist and I'm lead pastor here at Jubilee Community Church. We really hope that something from this morning's word has blessed you and reached you. And if you'd like to talk about anything you've heard or just be able to talk about maybe faith or get some prayer, then please get in contact. You can email us, give us a call at the centre and one of the team's going to get back to you. We'd love to do this, especially if you're just thinking about what it is to become a Christian. You want to sit down and really talk that through with anyone. We also run regularly on a Sunday some joining the church courses. And if you want to know more about Jubilee Community Church and what it is to belong here, then you can just uh, find out online when the next one of those is going on and you can attend, have a meal, sit down, talk about it. We also have some amazing midweek group life uh, where it's a great opportunity to dig further into your faith. Again, you can find out that on our website too. Anyway, just wanted to say hi and uh, bless you and we'll catch up soon.